yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Heckaboard. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Hello, you are listening to Stand Up Dads. This is Rob. <laughs> he should have. And Mike. <laughs> I was going to say, he's too I'm busy messing I with his up, background. Because I, I put up a virtual uh, Harry Potter to mess with you. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. That's just a buck in the jar. <laughs> and this week, we are joined with a very special guest, the godfather of the Stand Up Dads podcast, Nick Johnson. Hey, hey, hey. So you've been on here before. For those of you that don't know, I always talk about gag on this at the end of the show. Nick's the guy that runs it. Nick is the guy that inspired me to do a podcast on the, you know, to begin with. So if you love our show, you have him to thank. And if you hate our show, why the fuck are you listening? <laughs> we know Australians don't like your, uh, your comedy. Was it Australians or was it the British? Someone says like typical American humor. <laughs> Where was that one? I didn't hear it that one. It was one of our reviews, which I'll go into later. <laughs> Typical American humor. Yeah, not funny. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. the thing is, there's Americans that say the same thing about Monty Python, but and they're wrong, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Nick's here for a very special reason. Gag on this is having their 100th episode coming up. We're recording that tomorrow, right? Hell yeah, we are. Robert, have you been on all of them? Were you on all of them? Because I know you were uh, like... No, I've missed a few, especially were, recently. But no, I mean uh, from the beginning, though. Yeah. Because the first... Okay. Well, the first one, I was just supposed to be a guest, and then I stuck around like a fucking And you guys fell dog. in love. Yeah, yeah. that's... <laughs> so, well, yeah. in retrospect, <laughs> it was great to have him, because if it was just me and Jerron, that would be a one-sided podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it would be uh, Welcome to Right Wing Radio. Yeah. QAnon is real. Oh, God. I miss Jerron. I wish he was normal again. Where is he? What happened to him? He's, uh, he's, he's, he's training acting? on the militia site, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's not acting anymore? Uh, he actually is. He just got uh, a paid gig. He just completed. Nice. But yeah, other than that, he's just living in his fucking hermitage up in Placerville, just being weird. Uh until he act, until he can get an acting gig. Yeah. Well, I'd rather get an acting gig than go shoot protesters. Yeah. Oh no. He's not that <laughs> he's that kind of weird. <laughs> Didn't he call the 17-year-old a hero? Oh. Uh, no, but he did he did claim it's self-defense. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my uh, god. So, oh. Anyway, back to gag on this. Give me your yeah, elevator politics. speech about it. Yeah. So basically, first of all, it's gag on this because it's a double entendre. Everyone thinks it's so gross. It's because we we interview local uh, comedians, but thanks to COVID, we've had a number of comedians from out of state. Like tomorrow, we have someone from Nevada. We had uh, Zach Amico from New York who does a bunch of roast battles. Mm -hmm. We That's also cool. had, yeah, we just had Tom Baum on from Vegas. And that's it. We pretty much just, it's evolved from when Rob and I first started it, where it was just all random topics. Yeah. To now it's more interview style, but. I want to bring I, back the random topics. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I miss those early episodes where it was just like talking about invaginated nipples and the average, you know, dick size. 
Yeah, good times. If that sounds appealing to you, give it a fucking listen. But um, I think so. You're not making those great lists anymore. Like the times that I was on, I remember you had the like a great. You'd always have like a list prepared of like crazy stuff that you had like thought of during the week. I think when I was there, you what was the thing with McDonald's that you were doing on that oh, one? Mick loving it, Mick. Yeah, no, it was Mick in front of everything. You were it driving. Was, somebody put up uh, Mick Jesus. It was an art thing where Ronald McDonald was crucified like Jesus, and I was just saying everything is cool with Mick. Yeah, <laughs> and you were harassing people you worked with. I think you were saying Mick in front of everything. <laughs> oh yeah, people were like, "Can you get that report?" And I'm like, "I'm Mick on it." <sighs> I would, yeah, and they're like, "I would report you to it. HR and say he touched me." <laughs> <laughs> Well, then Just to we, make you have to leave for a while. <laughs> well, then I remember, I think it was the episode you were on, Mike, where we talked about I did like a sexual harassment training. And I was like, imagine this. Everything I do is sexual harassment, apparently. Isn't that the one? No, that wasn't the one we talked about <laughs> chocolate buttholes. It was. Oh, it was. Okay. Oh, that's right. And then, uh, <laughs> so anyway, give it a listen. I think that was like episode, uh, I don't know, in the teens. Yeah, that was early on. Yeah. I don't know. I think 100 is a big deal, especially when you consider when COVID hit, like thousands and like tens of thousands of new podcasts that popped up. And of those, I really wonder how many of those are still going. And you haven't missed a week. It's been fun to be on it. And I think it's fucking cool. And it should be recognized. Well, and also, it's we didn't stop mainly because we're booked so far in advance. I mean, we're already booked up until October. That's awesome. Dude, I've had less than a dozen guests on here. And it's such a fucking nightmare to schedule. The guests have been wonderful, but just getting it lined up is just a nightmare. So for you to do that every week, I'm impressed. Now I'm going to stop sucking your cock. I got a couple questions. What's your favorite part about having done the podcast? Honestly, the response. Granted, in the early days, uh, Rob, you remember I was sort of questioning my whole existence. Yeah. And whether or not I should do it. Just a word of advice to anybody listening that thinks about doing a podcast. The first thing you should know is the people you expect to support you won't support you as much as you would want. <laughs> that's one thing I found out. Um, some people just are like, no, that's gross. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like it, especially because it gives me sort of a forum to just be ridiculous. I mean, that's why, you know, you guys have so much fun with it because you can just say whatever you guys want. Yeah. Well, we try to keep it a little bit cleaner than gag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we always try to watch out for each other when we go, wait a minute, did I say anything that's going to get me in trouble? <laughs> yeah, Michael go, hey, did I say this? About- yeah, oh. Yeah, uh, cut yeah. that out before I, I get in that. trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, I mean, allow me to uh, suck your penis for a bit. I actually <laughs> like your podcast for the simple fact that you're sort of pulling the curtain back because, and maybe you guys can agree with me, growing up, like I had this sort of, pedestal that i put my parents on but when i listen to you guys you're pulling back the curtain to where it's like no my parents did just as much fucked up shit as i oh yeah (laughs) like they're no better they just gave birth to me yeah yeah Yeah. well yeah yeah. i mean because we're trying not to destroy them and and even so every week there's something where i'm like oh that's probably gonna scar (laughs) you know like come on mike like (laughs) people have asked me like what do you think will happen you know when your kid listens to this and i never really think about that because one you know what your dad did when you were a kid was just lame i think as a kid you know now looking back i wish i would be involved but if i thought about what is my kid gonna think i could never do one of these so (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I've lost count of the times I've called him an asshole on this thing. <laughs> well, and in my, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, if he ever asks you, just be like, no, you were an asshole. And, and then you I just was a horrible dad. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the time Oli, if she even cares, I kind of feel like she'll never even want to listen to it other than maybe to hear stuff she said or something, you yeah. know? But, I don't know. I think also by the time she listens to it, I'll be like, what podcast? Like, we'll already be yeah. losing, <laughs> losing our mind. Oh, yeah, that thing. Dude, you do that oh, now. Are we recording yeah. today? What podcast? Fuck, dude. Oh, dude, so many <laughs> times does that happen. <laughs> I'm like ready to leave the house. Hmm. Let's see. I got my keys. But what am I forgetting? Did I get knock, like a knock, thing? Knock. Are you ready? I'm like, oh. <laughs> There's been times I've driven into my parking lot and gone like, oh, there's Robert. Like, hey, is he coming over? Like, oh, and he's like sitting there like seething. Like, mm. I've never been seething. Sorry, so, man. Frustrated, maybe. Sure. So, Nick, 100 episodes. How many comics have you had on? Uh, probably high 80s. Um, I think we've only repeat maybe three or four. Four. Yeah, Josh a few times. Jay a couple times. We had Josh, Jay. You had Al. Yeah, Zach. We had a couple. Al. Yeah, we had him twice or three times. Also, uh, David Thorne. I can't leave him. Well, yeah, but he was just a fixture. He was practically on the billboard. That's freaking incredible to have over eighty. I mean, that percentage out of a hundred, you would expect it'd be so hard to do. That shows how good you are at getting guests because you would think there'd be a bunch of like copies of people, you know, like, please just come on again. Like you setting it up that much. That's that's awesome. I think the one good thing about having revolt, it's weird when you and this may be your saving grace, Rob, when you have so many guests, you pick someone who you find funny on stage Mm because a lot of the guests in the beginning we've seen on stage and we're like, oh, they're hilarious. Then we get them one on one. Not so much. Yeah, they're the most unfunny person in the world. And then we'll get guests that, like Al. Al, I was like, okay, he's kind of funny. And then he came on, and he's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Although the first time we had him on, we're like, who the fuck is this guy? Because he came in all, like, uh, jazzle-making. Oh, yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is this clown? <laughs> and then we realized, oh, yeah, it's his shtick. We're good. Yeah, Al's um, Al Schumann it roasts people a lot, and that's yep. just his MO. And I remember the first time we met him, we were like, this guy is so full of himself. Yeah, <laughs> and that's his whole thing. <laughs> With that, what's like your most memorable recording of the these hundred? By far, I have to say the best guess was Spencer Sellens. Was I on that one? No. Yes. Yeah. And the reason I liked Spencer is because, I mean, all the guests are good. Don't get me wrong. I know I'm going to get hate mail, blah, blah, blah. Not all. But the, <laughs> the Spencer Sellens ones was just great content completely. He kept tagging. And the one the clip that stands out of my mind still is you guys talking about uh ub40 ah do you remember that yeah i do now yeah Uh, where he's like his joke was basically oh you need white boy reggae and he's like there's nothing worse (laughs) than that it's like tell me colin tell me what it means to be ire and i still laugh at that (laughs) (sighs) well what episode that was like in the 80s or 90s yeah, that was towards the end of when we recorded a blacktop. Okay. And yeah, so give that a listen. And before we move, so we're not going to talk to Nick the whole time because we're just not. Uh, we're <laughs> <laughs> so professional. I was like, what's but, going on? You're kicking him off? <laughs> no. 
No, but I mean, the, whole, the, the title of the episode is, is it okay for your kids to see you naked? So I know some people are feeling like they got bait and switch. And, uh, <laughs> but before we get into that, plug your show. It's the uh, gag on this podcast. Release episodes on podcast platforms every Monday. We are doing a video component now with Zoom. So if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you hear that two days before it is released. Follow us on social media at gag on this underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter at gag on this pod on Facebook. Also follow me individually on Twitter at the big Nick J. Give it a listen. Check out the YouTube page. You can see what Nick looks like. You can see what I look like. You can see what Danny, our phone sex operator host, looks like and all the other comics that we have on there. And also, if you want to be a guest, you know, we've had varying degrees to people that just, just did their third open mic to people mm-hmm. that have specials. If you want to be a guest, email me at gag on, or, yeah, gag on this podcast at gmail.com and we'll hook it up. All right. Enough with gag on this. So I'm trying... <laughs> trying to get a segue into this like speaking of gag on this let's talk about parents being naked i'm just trying because there was something that triggered this and i can't remember what the fuck it was you walking around naked in front of your kid no (laughs) well now i want to know what triggered it yeah i I can't remember I wonder yeah. what's inside your butthole. Your butthole. I wonder mm-hmm. what's inside. That's still the greatest Best song, song. ever. <laughs> okay, so I don't know what triggered it, but it was something, and I can't was remember. Was it memories, like repressed memories? You and your know. parents hanging it out could naked? Be. But yeah, I was just... While you were slaughtering your pits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen a couple episodes Take off back. your clothes and slaughter the bunny. No, we dad. We always fully clothed when we slaughtered our animals. <laughs> You gotta be sanitary at least. Come on. Yeah. No, but you don't want any pubes in there while you're slaughtering your bed. <laughs> no, but I, it was, I cannot remember for the life of me what triggered this. But anyway, what it was, it just came down to, I was just thinking about how just varying degrees of if it's normal or not. And obviously some people think it is, some people think it isn't. And I remember there was this comic and I cannot remember his name. I would have played the clip and it's really bugging the crap out of me, but He talks about when he was a teenager, he came home from high school and walked into his dad's study and his dad was in there butt naked and he freaked out (laughs) and he ran over to his mom's room and she was butt naked (laughs) and the mom and dad are laughing. And then the sister comes out of her room because she hears all the commotion and she's butt naked. What the hell? And they proceed to chase him around the house and have a naked tickle fight. (laughs) And he's like, that's scarring, yeah. And he, I think he just ends the bit with like, so was I abused or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> and God damn, if I find the clip, I am going to play it on here, even though it may not have anything to do with it. But there was a clip I could find, thanks to Nick for finding it. It was Dana Carvey. You remember him? God, he was huge for a long the time. The Master of Disguise. Oh, that was yes. a horrible movie. <laughs> am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? <laughs> God, that was the fucking worst movie ever. <laughs> and I hated toys. Anyway, here's Dana Carvey talking about Nike time. Now, I don't know if my kids are weird, but your kids have a clothes problem. My kids don't want to uh, be, be clothed ever. They want to be naked all day long. They literally, you got to fight to get the clothes on. They just love being naked. So we had, to, we had to bargain with them. We said, we will have naked time for you guys. <laughs> You can have naked time every night from 6 to 7.30. And, and this works. So every night, is it 6? Is it 6? Yes. And they're like, yeah! <laughs> it's naked time! <laughs> 
little Harvey Keitels just wandering around oh, with their tiny penises flapping. They're the anti-Tom Joneses. They're just little tiny penises, so happy. And it's wonderful how free they are with their nakedness, you know. But we have company drop by that's not used to naked children during naked times. Like, ding dong, they come in, Tom and Dex are like, yeah! And the company without children is like, okay, where do I look? I don't want to look. Oh, tiny penis, there we are. Then they start looking at my crotch and back of the tiny penises and at my, and I'm going, hey, don't contrast and compare. <laughs> it's great though. I mean, one time, oh, this was funny. The company was sitting on the couch and, and I'm just watching and Dex gets up next to the guy. He's naked, spread eagle and just goes, just free, like he was clipping his earlobe. Just bing. The company's like, oh, we gotta go. We just got here. No, we gotta. Uh, we, I, 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 I'm gonna I'll clean my refrigerator. I gotta go. My Irish uh, mother-in-law, their grandmother is great because she doesn't. She loves him. She's not bothered at all by the nakedness. Dex will be there going bing, and she'll be going, oh look, he's playing with his wee dandy Dublin. <laughs> Look, it's like a mi, Darby O'Gill's minuscule peeper would dwarf that little member we've got there. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dana Carvey. <laughs> and thank you, Nick, for finding that clip. So did your parents run around the house naked? Uh, not my mom. Not your mom? My dad, though, yes. Okay. Like, when you were little, when you were grown? I mean, like, all the way up until maybe, maybe we moved up here, so 15, 16. Okay. So if you were to walk in to his, just walk in his house right now, would he be naked? No. Underwear and shirt. Underwear. Okay. Yeah. But no, if he were naked, I'd be like, I mean, you're close to 70, dad. Put on some fucking pants. <laughs> Dude, what is it? Fucking the naked guy at the gym. It's always an old guy. It's always an old guy at the gym. Yeah. That just walk around. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking cliche now, but what about you, Mike? Were your folks nudists at home? No. Thank God. No. Although Olivia Olivia thinks that having no shirt on is naked for a guy. So like my okay. dad would always be like shirtless or like with his you know shirt open drinking his beer and listening to mm -hmm. his music or whatnot. He's just waiting for a cops episode to happen. Yeah, if I come, you know, yeah. <laughs> if I come out with no shirt, she's like, Oh my god, you know. <laughs> Don't go I'm like, I'm just gonna go get the mail. She's like, no! I'm gonna say I'm Olivia's dad. Olivia Grace's dad getting the mail, no shirt on, la la la. And I'll tell her like I'm gonna come on when I'm because I'll teach like their um, you know, like their art class. And mm -hmm. I'll be like, I'm gonna do it shirtless. Oh, and she's like, No, don't do it. You know, like I don't want to go to jail. I'm not gonna show up on this. <laughs> 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 Is that Olivia's dad? Call the police. Oh, like, lovely. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my folks never did, except uh -oh. so my folks were never naked at the house, but my dad would crap with a door wide open. <laughs> so, and I'll never, that's a memory that will haunt me forever. And yeah, he would just sit there with his, and I remember he did, would do this thing where he'd be sitting there, you know, taking a dump and then he would reach over, get the toilet paper, blow his nose into that toilet paper and then wipe with that. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. What the fuck? He's not want not, but, but he was always really very, you know, uh, very, what's conservative? What's the word I want? However, I had older parents, so they were in their 60s and 70s when I was in my teens and 20s. So I had to take them to doctor appointments. Oh. <laughs> Modesty goes away. 
that's just fucking traumatic. <laughs> it's one thing to see your dad in his prime with his shirt off. It's another thing to see him when they're all old and things aren't where they should be. And they're all, it's only nature. <laughs> it's going to happen to you. Like, stop it. <laughs> so do you remember anything about it, Nick, when you were little? Yeah, so um, we grew up in the Bay Area, and we had like this minuscule backyard, and we had a kiddie pool. So when we were younger, we would go out in the kiddie pool and just be butt-ass naked. And every now and then, like eight or nine, or no, no, that would just be weird. Eight or nine-year-old in a kiddie pool? What the fuck? (laughs) I think that's where we would draw the line. My seven-year-old has a kiddie pool. (laughs) He's not not naked in it. I was about to say. um no we were like you know i was blonde so i was real young i was a toehead so maybe three four ish but he would get out there and every now and then he would just get naked with us in the pool and it would be like hey fun fun naked time i guess your dad Um, would yeah okay and which is weird because we had we had fences so if anybody wanted to yeah you could easily just look over and you know get a peek at my Red-headed dad's naked ass. <laughs> <laughs> but we we slowly we had to stop that because what my parents would do. My my mom's sort of hippie, so she's like free loving. So mm-hmm. basically, if we had to go to the bathroom, they would just shoo us off into a corner where nothing grew, and we would just pee. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, free and easy. Well, That's my brother at uh, school, I think it was kindergarten or preschool, he had to go <laughs> pee once. So. During recess, he just whipped it out and started peeing in a corner. Was he outside at least? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least I think. At least I think. <laughs> but yeah, then we had to we had to stop that. <laughs> then they're like, "Dang it!" Had <laughs> But I mean, my you know, I I don't want to I don't want anyone to think my dad was just naked all the time. Like no. he would watching TV if it was Friday and he had a beer, he would sit in his underwear. Yeah, but um, I'm in my underwear right now. Yeah, what is wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Got a collared shirt on for Zoom and in my underwear. Uh, (laughs) He's actually naked from the waist down in his kiddie pool right now. He's got that kiddie pool, and he's just like, oh, it just feels so good. (laughs) He's got some ice cubes in there. He's like, nah. No, but I mean, do you feel like your dad's attitude towards it affected you as you were growing up, good or bad? No. I mean, I'd, it wasn't weird. Like, yeah. it never crossed yeah. that point to where, like, I'd oogle his dick. No, no, not even like yeah. that. But I mean, as far as, like, you know, would you walk around your house naked? I know you don't have kids. Um, I mean, if I had a kid, yeah, I'd be like, it's, it, well, it depends. Um, would you walk if, around your house naked now? I don't want that much info. No, <laughs> just because I don't, I'm, I'm put together like melting Play-Doh. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not good, and I'm starting to develop a gunt, and that is just <laughs> gunt. <laughs> that you know what? That I have something. never heard of a gunt. Explain gunt. Yeah, um, I've never heard gunt. This, we're going to keep our PG-13. So <laughs> go to Urban Dictionary yeah. or, or gag on this episode 100. Yeah, could <laughs> cover the gunt. <laughs> but there's something to that because I don't walk around the house naked, not because I'm all that modest, but yeah, I, I, I know what I look like. And the worst is like when you go to a hotel and they got like all those mirrors, you're like, oh God, yeah. I never saw myself from that angle. But, <laughs> but I mean, I'll, I'll sleep naked. Like there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I, I don't like how every time I do that, like the sheets get super sweaty. Ew. So yeah, I'm a fat hairy guy. What do you want? Uh, <laughs> well, that's right. It just wicks off your Portuguese back. Exactly. 
I don't like to sleep naked. I at least like underwear on because I don't like my junk like getting falling around and pinched or something. <laughs> Lay on it wrong. Wake up. I want it held in. I want to say something, but this is stand up dad. So <laughs> You're part Portuguese. It's not floating around that much. Um, <laughs> there is no male porn star called Long John Silva. <laughs> that was a good one. But, uh, but, but that's remember, your new porn name. Yeah. Long John Silva. I love it. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Silva is like Smith for Portuguese people. Mm. Yeah. But I do remember when I was like four, I loved to get naked. And I remember, I still remember the beating I got for this. Uh, my mom was in the backyard and I went to, I stripped down, got to the sliding glass door and just mashed my junk against the sliding glass door. Gave her a pressed fruit bowl? <laughs> Pretty much. And then I banged on it, and she turned around, and she just ran in the house and whooped the shit out of me. <laughs> and I never did that again. Uh, <laughs> Hilarious joke, though. Oh, no joke? No, but you do it at four years old. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, and then the other memorable naked memory that I have about my parents is when I was in my 20s, my parents were in their 70s and I had come home to get something from the garage because I wasn't living there anymore. And like always, like I'd done a million times before, I just opened the front door and walked in and then I hear, wait, and I see my <laughs> naked mom butt, 72 years old, running down the hallway and it's like 11 in the morning. And I look over and I'm like, oh, dude. And my dad's sitting there in his pajama bottoms and he's got that look like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, from then on, I always rang the doorbell. Yeah. And at the same time, as part of it is like, go, dad or mom. Good job. But yeah, 72. Good for Hell him. yeah. He's like, well, he he's was like, like yep. 77 at the time. Yeah. He's like, I, that's my gift to you. That's going to work till you die. <laughs> Mike. Would yeah. you walk around? So you don't walk around naked in front of Olivia. When she was little, it wasn't a okay. big deal. Yeah. Like, I think, I don't know. I think it's kind of like Nick said, it's only weird if you make it weird. You know, yeah. when she was little, it wasn't that big a deal. What's funny, like now is because she's getting older, she'll, she'll get like extra, like she'll be going, I'm taking a shower now. Don't come in. And I'll be like, all right. All right. Like, <laughs> All right, but then, like, there'll be something like, like, ah, like, fucking fall in there, and it'll be like, are you all right in there? I'm fine. I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, she'll, like, it sounds like somebody died in there, or worse, when I go shower, then there's, it'll be, like, banging on the door, and I'm like, I know this is not a big deal, but I'll have to, like, turn off everything and listen, and then it'll be like, can I get some Robux? I'm like, I'm going to kill you when I get out of the shower, <laughs> you know? Do not bang on the door like someone's coming in through the window, you know? It's like, dad, dad! It's like, turn everything off, and then, it, yeah, it's always something like that. Can, can I call my friend? <laughs> so Nick brought up a good question when I was talking about this earlier. Yeah. Did you walk around your kid in your underwear? Yeah. Like, okay. well, at least to, you know, like I wouldn't think it would be weird if I was like, I, I wouldn't sit and like stand around in it, but I don't know. I don't think it's crazy. No, not at all. I, I mean, especially yeah. like I wear like the giant, it's almost look like bike shorts or something. Though. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I was just yeah, about briefs. to ask. Yeah, yeah, I you... wear like briefs because if you wear like freaking 
some Stevie little thong or something. That's different, you know. <laughs> like those days, I make sure she's not here. <laughs> Dude. What's, what's, sad, Buffalo Bill. <laughs> what's sad is even though you're joking i can honestly imagine you owning a, a thong <laughs> Why? A little banana and it has it, yeah and it has like lips on it like <laughs> kissy lips glittery i could totally picture you having that just whipping it out <laughs> oh my god so, you're sick mike <laughs> so okay so i went to see what the experts had to say and i found an article that said is it okay for your kids to see you naked and i'll post a link to it just to sum it up i'm not going to go super in depth but some researcher at ucla said exposure to parental nudity has no harmful effects from kids age three to six they mentioned that you should set boundaries around nudity you know like the dana carvey thing if companies coming over don't be naked yeah and then be open to answering questions because if you do that you're just asking for shit it's like how come you don't have one of these mom or how come you have one of these dad and just don't freak out when it happens pay attention to your kids feelings because like your kid freaking out because now she's nine and is becoming a woman-ish <laughs> yeah being oh my aware god of it yeah She's called herself a woman more than once. Yeah. She'll be like, I'm a woman. And I'll be like, <laughs> damn near 50. I still don't call myself a man. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, all right. So, yeah, if you want to learn more about that, there's a link in there. It's got it's a, like a four page article. It's interesting. I still like trying to figure out what made Robert think of this. So I there's some it. memory that popped up for a minute and immediately got repressed again. Dude, it's what? like it's more fun guessing what what happened to Robert <laughs> to make him think of parental nudity. Yeah, I don't know. He'll <laughs> be like, oh, dang it. There's the time we were hanging ornaments on dad's penis. Wow. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to hang many. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do it. <laughs> Come on, dad. Get it angry. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go get the candy canes. No. Uh, uh, on that note, we're going to plug <laughs> Seattle Gummy Company. <laughs> so, like I said before, Seattle Gummy Company is our sponsor. They are a wonderful company. We love their stuff. And we said a couple of weeks ago that Mike and I were going to volunteer to be guinea pigs for you guys. Yes. And this Saturday, I went to a port party. Well, it was a virtual one where we had a bunch of port and we drank it um, while talking is, to our friends. Is that wine? Yes, port wine. <laughs> I know, like I know. fortified wine. It's like okay. 20% alcohol. Ooh. And um, I realized towards the end of the party that, oh, I had a lot more than I expected. It's a good thing I didn't That's what did it. He was naked in front of his no. kid at this point. Him <laughs> and his wife were, woo Oh, we have a kid. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I wasn't like to the point where I was shit-faced, but I was definitely uh, feeling no pain. But the problem with wine and stuff like that is the next day the hangover seems so much worse. I had, when we first started with Seattle Gummy, I heard some stuff about their products being used as a hangover cure. And so Ooh. I did one pouch of mocha shots and one pouch of what they call the recover post-workout. So it didn't make it like, hey, I'm fixing the world, but I felt no pain after that because I woke up. Nice. So, you know, we can't say that this is a guaranteed cure, but. Magic gummies. I think uh, I felt a lot better. And I also drank a, sh a lot of water. So, yeah, with that, uh, send nice. us your dad stories. We'll send you some samples. I'm getting a, a, getting a few now. Uh, I'll read some on the next one. Uh, cool. Some people are sending like articles about dads, um, which 
you'll still get a sample, but I was kind of hoping for like personal dad stories. Yeah. But, you know, thank you for sending them. Click the link in the show notes, put in Stand Up Dads 15 to get 15% off your order. Stand Up Gummy. Ugh, stand Up Gummy. <laughs> I like that. Stand Up Gummies. Seattle Gummy Company, a Stand Up Dad tested and approved and their motto is get shit done now last week on the bad dad we brought up quokas for th- being nature's bad dad for throwing their babies at predators <laughs> that's freaking amazing <laughs> and i had to fact check that a little bit so yes. i will post a link to the article but i found a thing an article that said quokas don't toss their babies at predators so they can escape however they're not tossing it, but they show that releasing their young is an anti-predator characteristic. So apparently, because they're marsupials and uh, they call them macropods, have strong control over their pouch muscles. So what happens is when there's a predator around, they relax those muscles and let the baby fall out and run away. So the young will lay writhing and hissing on the ground, attracting the predator's attention while the mother escapes. Sounds exactly like leaving your so they're, but they're not throwing it at them. But oh, they don't throw them. So it's more like Cinderella. They go like, "Oop, here's one," and they go like, "Oh my god, to eat the baby!" And then they're like, "I gotta find that other baby." <laughs> what but... Cinderella are you watching? <laughs> it just sounds funny because it's more like they drop it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like how it's like basically it's an it's semantics. It's like, well, they don't they don't physically throw. There's no force behind it. They just plop yeah. it out their hole. Yeah. Well, And so from the cold eyes of a scientist, uh, here's the quote. This makes evolutionary sense because the mum is a proven breeder, whereas the young may be infertile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they may not be the worst parents, but they're still not the greatest. They they still leave their kids. It is just, it's just the wording. It's like, whatever, nerd, they still leave their, (laughs) they still leave their kid (laughs) to die so they can escape. Whether they throw them or drop them. (laughs) Plus that whole, like, uh, it's proven that the mom can give birth and the kid might be infertile. It's like, you could say that about humans, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And then on top of that, this morning, Ari, he's our favorite Australian listener that lives in Japan. Oh, yes. He sent me an, an article and it was entitled, and okay, before I go there, Mike always gives me crap about bringing downers to the bad dad. Mm-hmm. And yeah. For the record, I did not look this up. Oh no! It was so, sent to me. Well, so Nick, here's where we lose all the joy and laughter that we've had through this episode. About <laughs> hits his hundredth episode, and haha, this was fun. And then he kicks us in the balls. Like well, right? any, he goes like something horrible. Anybody expecting an uplifting story from a <laughs> bad dad segment? You're <laughs> oblivious. Well, we have a funny bad dad after. He this. does it really bad. Yeah, but he picks ones that are. Like... So right, I've heard. See. Yes, I've so, heard like the ones where they basically bake their baby or something we didn't do that one (laughs) i chose not to so ari if you're listening thank you so much for listening about the quokas last time and sending me this article you sick (laughs) bastard thank you ari (laughs) the article was rare marsupials kicked to death in quokka soccer (laughs) holy crap dude so apparently and this article is from 2003 so i'm hoping that this is uh 
no longer a thing. Yeah, you know, just I'll just read some highlights. And again, I'll post the link. Actually, the article he sent me had like a paywall, so I had to find it somewhere else. But they're small like rabbits. They're curious marsupials. And they live to the west of Fremantle, Perth on Rotnest Island. And apparently they were finding dead quokas on the island, uh, apparently kicked or beaten to death, found near a cricket oval near the Thompson Bay settlement. So yeah, in the 90s, apparently this started. Yeah, I, I guess the title, uh, the, the phrase quokka soccer came up and people were just kicking the animals for fun and apparently posting it uh, in the, the early 2000s. Australia responded by uh, making a fine of 10,000 Australian dollars for anyone hurting these little guys. Apparently oh, that's they're... like $3 American. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> How is this a bad dad, though? Like, is it no, only fathers it, that are no, kicking? No, no, no. It was related to the quokka. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I will say it could be worse. It was found by a cricket oval, so they could have been using them as the ball. That's what they were doing? Oh, yeah. Well, they were using them as the ball with their feet. Yeah, but you get hit with a cricket paddle? Yeah. It's worse than getting hit by your Portuguese spoon when you're a youth. (laughs) Oh, I love that spoon. (laughs) Have you talked about that, by the way? I think I have, yeah. Not not a lot, no. 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 So when I was, uh, when my mom had to move into a home, I had to clear out her house and I opened a drawer in the kitchen and there was a, a, a wooden spoon that she used to smack me with once in a while when I had it coming. <laughs> and it was like a two foot long wooden spoon. It was like hickory and it would never break. And then I opened the drawer and there it was. And it was like, I opened a drawer full of snakes and I was just like, <gasps> but, and now that's I make awesome. soup with it. Yeah. So that's, that's what I was trying to get at is that you cook with that. That thing's been on your butt. Yeah. Yeah, but I had Hell, have, you, have you, you tagged? It wasn't uh, up Owen my butt. It? it was on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> so I see nothing wrong with cooking with it, and it's actually a great thing. And I, you know, and I have never even had the urge to hit anyone else with it yet. Never yet. <laughs> that brings us to the actual bad dad this week. I don't know where Seaford is, but Seaford father accused of overdosing at movies with children. Oh crap. Good for him. It's like weekend yeah. at Bernie's. Yeah. <laughs> Get dad in the car. <laughs> and this happened. He's still sleeping out there. Silly dad. Just this week. So I don't know. I'm going to say New Jersey. Well, I don't know. I didn't know. I thought theaters were closed across the country. I guess not. How do you spell no. it? S-E-A-F-O-R-D. All one word. So yeah, Seaford father is accused of endangering the welfare of his children after police say he passed out from an overdose while at a movie theater with them. So he was watching Trolls with his kids that were aged six and two. Cops say that he snorted fentanyl, overdosed. There was an off-duty cop that was in the theater, saw him sweating and pass out, went to his car to get some Narcan, which is an amazing drug, but it did not revive him. They gave him a second round and he regained consciousness and they go on to talk about how fentanyl is 50 times more powerful than the average dose of heroin. Holy crap. The kids were fine and released to a family member. Damn. News 12 uh, visited the home on Wednesday, but no one came to the door. No shit. Yeah, shocker. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Again, I put bad dad in here to make myself feel better about, you know, not being a perfect parent all the time. I'm pretty sure I can, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I was about to say, well, you're setting the bar rather low as far as you being a good dad. (laughs) Yeah. And... (laughs) 
It's like, I need to make myself feel better. So this guy sold his kids for crack. I'm a good dad. We've had three bad dad paloozas. Yeah. I know. Just to make ourselves feel better. Because it's usually after a bad week. It's like, you know what? Let's just do all. Because there's no shortage of bad dad stories. So if I were to save one for every week, I would never get to them. For Mother's Day, you need to do a bad mom's. Yeah. We did the bad mom with the co-parenting girls. And uh, so I think they're doing Bad Mom on their show now, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So email us, thestandupdads at gmail.com. Subscribe. We come out every Sunday. If you do that, we don't have to worry about, you know, remembering to download us. And, you know, I always say subscribe. It helps us out somehow. Apparently that was not correct. Rate and review us. That helps us out somehow. (laughs) So... (laughs) I got on iTunes because I That's hate so Apple. funny. <laughs> and we actually have some ratings on there. No reviews, just ratings. I don't know where it was that, well, what site it was that said we were typical American, not funny humor, but. That was uh, on Chartable. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Because I, for some reason, they listed me an Australian podcast. So, Lovely. Okay. You know. If you, you know, just take a second, three stars, five stars, whatever you think it was worth, one star. Put it on there. It'll help us get noticed and it'll make the show grow. Well, don't do three stars because like when I was asking for three stars, I got a shit ton of three stars. Mm -hmm. Don't ask for one star because you'll give people. I remember I asked for one star and I got tons of people giving me one stars. (laughs) Ask for five because you know what? You deserve it. Uh, Not all the time. We're good enough. Yeah. (laughs) And people like me. So if you want to get a picture of someone snorting fentanyl and playing quokka soccer, who would they write to? Or as <laughs> naked uh, slaughtering one of their pets, you yeah, write to pencilforhire.com. That's pencil, F-O-R, hire, or pencil for hire on Instagram. If you want a picture of Robert running around naked with his mom's spoon. <laughs> I might have to hire you for that. <laughs> I don't uh, want to draw that. <laughs> yeah, but you, you have I, to I will have draw you like a bear, though. I will draw you like Yogi Bear. I, I'm going to hire you for that just so I have to pose like that in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, you also I don't have... need reference to draw you, dude. You're just like... <laughs> oh, you're, you've seen you're me shakes. naked with a spoon no. that much? <laughs> no, I think I can get... <laughs> Let's see. We may see a new logo next week. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I may do a, another gag on this... Uh... A, a, spe- a very special 100th logo for Nick to pull out every now. Where it'll be a Long John Silver present. <laughs> Gag on this. And it'll be you like those old copper tone with like <laughs> one of your rabbits pulling your, your uh, underwear. <laughs> uh, I think we have an idea for a new comic. Mm-hmm. So oh, by the way, yeah. the, the Long John Silver thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, winner. <laughs> that still gets me. Like, if we were in a live venue, I would have been like, that deserved a hell of a lot more. <laughs> uh, I may have to work it into the comedy. <laughs> so, speaking of comics, Mike has a comic. Tell me about it. Uh, Clumsy Love. We have a collection of it that you can still buy. That's got, like, I think, like, the first two and a half years of it. So, about 600 comics. I took, you know, it's like jokes from whatever happened in the day. It's got stuff with... I don't know, my cats, being a parent, all sorts of stuff. So check it out. Wow. It's actually a lot funnier than he made it sound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never can sell that one. Yeah, no, it's can. funny. <laughs> when you go, and that link is in the show notes. And when you go there, it's on Amazon. 
Go Find Eye of Mongambo by Doug Gray. That one's funny. That one is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you plugged you plugged his book better than you plugged your own. I let Mike <laughs> plug his own, damn it. But yeah, go check that out. And Nick, once more, give me a gag on this plug. Release every every I was about to say every Sunday like you. No. We're better than that. We release um, podcast <laughs> platforms every Monday. YouTube videos are up Saturday, so subscribe to our YouTube channel at Gag on this underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. Gag on this pod on Facebook. Like and follow us, please. Oh yeah, we have a website. I mean, if you want to go to it, <laughs> don't really care about it. Uh, Gag on this podcast.com. and then follow me at the Big Nick J. Let's get into some shit on Twitter. Yeah, and then the Gag on this podcast is good because are you still putting clips up there? Yep. Yeah, so even, you know, if you want to test it out before downloading an episode, you can go there. What are the clips, like a couple minutes? I usually keep them to a minute because Instagram will only allow you to post up to Got a minute. It. I know for Charlie Spink, I made his, I think, a minute and a half. Got it. Cool. And Seattle Gummy Company. Again, click the link in the show notes, enter Stand Up Dads 15, and save 15% off your order. Email us those parenting stories and get some samples. Let us know if we can read them on the air and include your address so we can send you those samples. Nick, thank you so much for joining. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me on. I always love hearing the stand-up dads and being on. This is great. Well, this wouldn't have happened without you, man. So congratulations on 100 episodes. We will talk to you guys next week. Peace. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye.